0: Welcome to Get Lit Live with me, your host, Krista Alicia. You might know me from social media or as an Elijah List author, but I was once a homeless, hopeless IV drug addict. Then I had a wild encounter with the fire of God's love that marked me and changed my life forever. He has completely healed me, restored me, revived me, and set me free. Now I'm on a mission to release that same revival fire over the nations to call a generation back to the Father's unbreakable embrace. I want to ignite a passion in the hearts of God's people to prepare for the coming of their bridegroom, King Jesus. It's time for the bride of Christ to get set on fire with his love and go out with boldness to shine for his glory. Are you ready to get lit and be the light? If so, come burn with me.
1: Hey, friends, this is Christette Alicia, and it's my husband, Dave, and my son, Ari. Hi! And we are all here in DC. Um, on the National Mall. The Capitol back there behind us. Yeah, you can see the Capitol building. And we're actually right by David's Tent, right here behind us.
2: Lettuce worship, let worship is behind And
1: right Sean Foyt with Lettuce Worship is over here. And um, hey, Andrew, hey, Jennifer, hey, Tracy, hey, Lacey. We're super excited to have you on here. Um, I know some of you guys, if you follow Elijah List or Elijah Streams, you probably saw the word that uh, was put out today about 9-11 and the womb, or the wounds becoming a womb, and um, I am like just so overwhelmed with God's goodness right now, Um, so I haven't got to do a live Since the Oklahoma outpouring, it's just been so crazy. Like, we stayed after in Oklahoma to minister to uh, Rocklahoma, which was the big band, um, and ended up having like a mini revival in a Mexican restaurant and a gas station in Oklahoma before we came home got home Monday and then the Lord told us to come here to DC on 9-11 and it's funny on the way here David and I were actually talking and it was (laughs) crazy because we were just kind of sharing our stories about where we were at when the Twin Towers fell and I remember I was a junior in high school and I was in art class, and um, the teacher put on the TV, and I actually saw the second plane hit the towers, and it was so surreal to me that I couldn't even process that people were in those buildings and they were dying. Like, um, it seemed like it was something out of a movie. And, um, when I was telling David about it, he's like, oh, that's crazy. Yeah,
2: I was in art class too.
1: He was in art class too. And he was in 10th grade. Yeah, I'm older than he is. And, um... Only by
2: a year and five months.
1: He he told me that we were the same age before we got we can, married. This is a contentious point in our
2: relationship.
1: If any, any everybody knows, that knows us knows that. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so he was in art class in a totally different school. Um, in a totally different district. And I just thought it was so wild. Like, wow, like we were both in art class. And I believe that what God was saying prophetically about that is that He was going to create something new um, to combat that Antichrist spirit, that Antichrist agenda through our lives and our ministry someday. You know, my name's Kristen. My husband's name is David. And we're here at David's tent. And the Lord was speaking to me about this being the 20th anniversary of the Twin Towers falling. And I I heard the spirit of the Lord say that my solution and my answer to what the enemy did was that I am going to raise up a twin movement in the United States of America of prayer and of worship. And it is going to reestablish the walls of righteousness in our nation. And, um, you know, God inhabits the praises of his people. Psalm 24 talks about God being a mighty man of war who comes and Open up, you living gates, swing wide, you ancient doors of destiny, for the king of glory is about to come through you. And that is a word uh, for our generation and for the remnant church in America, that we have been shaken awake, that as we worship him, as we praise him, he is going to come and He is going to inhabit the praises of His people and He is going to be enthroned on our praise and on our worship. You know, David's tent has been here operating in the National Mall for years and has been hosting the manifest presence of God in the middle of so many conflicting um, ideologies. ideologies. Yes.
2: This is where everybody comes. This is like where all the protests happen.
1: Yes. and.
2: They've been
1: doing this for years here. The Lord, yeah. And this morning I was actually praying and I said, I was like, Lord, what are you doing here? What are you doing in our nation? And um, I felt this excitement from the father's heart begin to rise. And I felt him say, I'm doing a new thing. And that in the midst of gross darkness, that his light and his glory was gonna shine throughout the whole earth because it's in the dark like that the light shine the brightest, hallelujah. And um, he said that here in DC was a throne and like a spiritual throne where uh you know, a high authority in our country uh was was designated to sit to help rule with righteousness, right? But because that seat is actually occupied by an evil man, uh perversion and evil and uh antichrist agenda has seeped into society at an accelerated rate, but the Lord, his throne is unshakable. His kingdom is unmovable. And when the righteous run into him, he is a strong tower and they are safe in him. And so no matter what is going on in the worlds around us or in the kingdoms of this earth, God's kingdom is the one that oh, reigns, reigns above all yeah, and he He will not come down off of his throne. Jesus has never come off his of his throne. It? Hey! Yay. It's my friend Vinny. Come up here! Good to see you! Hey, you guys need to check out their Facebook page. Come up here. do um, it. Thanks yes, please. Hey, it's Zach!
2: Yes. Love yep. you guys. Check out our face. Yes. God bless you guys.
1: Yes. Check out there. Hey, do you guys want to do? You want to do some call out?
2: I like totals <laughs> Some call out. Some. Yeah. Prophecy. Do you see
1: anybody that you want to prophesy over? Oh,
2: yeah. Yeah, Amy. I just bless you. Holy Spirit, just just get her, get Come her. On. Just rest on her. Okay. I just see provision for you. Um, over your family yeah Lord is providing for you right now in this season. Um, yeah I just see you like pressing in to worship and experiencing God in a new way in your worship. So Lord I just ask that you would just you know, just release your presence over Amy's worship, Lord God, that she would be enthroned on her praises and she would get to encounter you in a new way Lord. that she would get to see you and the fire in your eyes, Jesus. Bless you in Jesus' name. Do you get that,
1: Amy? Do you got anything back? Hey Stacy. Shauna Roberta. I'm trying to go back through some of the Koran. see you say so much the purging season but God is good amen hey so you guys I don't know if you saw that word uh, the shock wave heard around the world where the Lord said that there was going to be a purge before the surge of his power and that is happening and the Lord has actually had me here decreeing that prophecy over this land because it was specifically about our nation And that's the season that we're in. This is we're in the purge before the surge. So, you got anything, Zach?
2: Yeah, uh, TJ, um, I just bless you in the name of Jesus. I bless you with the Holy Spirit and your leadership. I feel like God's equipping you to, to... to lead people in a certain direction. Um, And he's gonna give you, he's gonna impart wisdom to you uh, in order to guide and to teach people. And also I I can also see you making disciples that make disciples uh, just as you're called to do. So I just, I bless you with the tools um, that God's gonna give you in order to, to almost have like a church body or like a house church or something like that. So I bless you TJ in Jesus name.
1: Amen. Hey guys, he doesn't even know the word that Elijah list put out today about that I submitted about house churches and, of, of, you know, house churches with books like the Book of Acts and uh, revival hubs and all that. He doesn't even know, and he just called uh, TJJ out as um, a leader and saying, I see you having like a house church. So, TJ, I don't know if that uh, relates to you. If it does, let us know. But um, just receive it by faith, okay? All right. Well, I won't hold you guys up, but all right. So, what, honey? Oh, so that was a good little surprise. They just popped over here. They're actually getting ready to go on at uh, David's tent yeah. um, at, 11. at eleven. My husband, he's part of that band too. So um, he's a bass player. No, I'm not the bass player in that
2: band. Though. Shout out to Sean, not me. Oh, uh, no. I am a bass player.
1: I play since and uh, pads. Yeah. Mom, so me. um my little boy Ari has done amazing since we've been here. He's been such a trooper. Do you wanna tell the people, do you feel like Holy Spirit's saying anything to them? No, no not right now. He's he's usually always prophesying, but yeah. Yeah, David, do you got anything for anybody? Um, not
2: specifically anybody, but when I was hearing the Lord say all through the week, this weekend specifically, um, mm-hmm. as we've been in Washington D.C., there's a lot of like history here, and there's a lot of education here, and I remember the Lord reminded me that the, the, the people die, and perish, for lack of knowledge. Um, I think that we as a country, and as a church have gotten too complacent to let people preach to us. The word says that uh, the Holy Spirit will be your guide and your teacher, and I think that um, as good as it is to have experiences and encounters like we're experiencing now, we also need to educate ourselves. We need to educate ourselves about our history, but we also need to educate ourselves about our God. Yeah. It's not just about the history of this country, but the history of the movement or whatever. Like We need to educate ourselves about the Lord. We need to stop demonizing theology and open up our Bibles. And actually learn the character and the nature and the person of God so we know and we can discern what's God and what's not in this season. Because yeah. deception is coming. That's a word in Revelation that the great multitudes will be deceived. There'd be a great falling away in the end time. And so even the elect might be deceived. And I just felt the Lord impressing upon me to tell everybody, the people, to be educated. So yeah. thyself approved in and out of the season, right? That's very important in this season because there's going to be a lot of things that come along. That are going to want to tempt us and pull us in different ways. Like it says the Bible says they can deceive even the elect. So I just felt the one of on as I'm standing here in this National Mall with all this history and stuff, that the body needs to educate itself. Right. It needs to educate itself on the precepts of God. That way, when we look at what's going on, we can say if it's God or if it's not God. Because it's coming. It's here.
1: Yes, it's so true and. You know, I really feel that in this, this move of God that we're in, that there is going to be a restoration to the holiness and the sanctity and the um, validity of scripture and that it is not going to be guys like we have made the gospel so many different things. Yeah. Um, and we have to get back to the simple gospel yes. that Jesus Amen. Christ, who was the only son of God, came became man to die for our sins. And he was raised again on the third day to defeat death and sin yes. All the right, grave. and the grave and all the authority of the enemy and to restore it back to mankind's. To reconcile us back into the royal family. He paid our debt of sin. And now we are accepted into the beloved as children of God who were created to rule and to reign with Jesus. We are not powerless. We are not just sinners saved by grace.
2: We have a defeated enemy. We have a
1: defeated enemy. We We win. And back to this place of, you know, literally willing to lay down our lives like we are like America the church in America has gotten so comfortable (laughs) we have gotten so comfortable that we many of us are afraid to to share the gospel or to even wear a a Jesus t-shirt in public for fear Of being judged or for fear of offending somebody guys the gospel is offensive and it should be it should be offensive to your flesh it should be offensive to your logic it should be offensive to any high and lofty thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of Christ in a person's life but here's the thing when we allow our our flesh to be offended then we can allow our flesh to die and we can live in the power of his resurrection. You know, Jesus was very clear when he said, when you deny me in front of men, I will deny you in front of my father in heaven. And guys, the situation in our nation is not something that's gonna be dealt with because the right man is in office in the White House, okay? It's not going to be the only way that the issue in our nation is going to be solved is if Jesus is the man who sits on the throne of the hearts of men and women in this country. This is a heart issue. It's, it's a renewal of the mind and of the heart issue. And so many things have crept in the way of that. And church, God has literally removed the walls. He's removed the walls because you were never designed to be a part of a monument. You were never meant to gather around an obelisk. You were created to be a movement, a river flowing with life. The Bible says that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. You are alive and you are free. You were made to be uh, mobile. Right to go out and to preach the gospel to all creation. All creation groans for the manifestation of the sons of God. And guys, we've got to get this. And I'm telling you, if you will establish, look, Amos 9:11, God says that He will uh, rebuild the fallen tabernacle of David. And look. That scripture was specifically talking about Jesus's second coming and about how when there is praise and when there is worship, it reestablishes um, the, the spirit of Davidic worship. David was a man after God's own, own heart, And when David worked, look, David knew that he the battles that were won by Israel were won by the hand of God. They were not won by man. He could not boast in his own victory. He even said, you know, you can't count on your sword or on chariots, but to, you know, where does your help come from? Look up to the hills. It comes from the Lord. Our help comes from God. It does not come from anything we can do. And the one way that we invite God into our midst is through dedicated devoted prayer and worship. And when you make a personal altar, when you as the living tabernacle, you are the living tent decide in your heart that you are going to be devoted to prayer and to worship, then you carry the manifest presence with God. It's it's like literally the Holy Spirit comes and he sits on your shoulders. And you're, you're piggybacking the Holy Spirit everywhere you go. And he's the Lord of the breakthrough. That's why uh, Peter, he could walk in front of people uh, and his shadow, people would get healed under his shadow. It was because the shadow of the Holy Spirit, the manifest presence of God rested on him because he he understood unceasing prayer. They, the, the early church, they understood this, they lived this. And, and unfortunately, the church in America has forgot these timeless truths. We need the presence of God. And so wherever you are watching this, I want to encourage you, you don't have to have permission from your elder board at the church to have a house group. You know, and if and if you're going to a church where they are controlling your ability to gather and with them. and worship with other believers, then they are going against scripture. Because the Bible says
2: God, the gathering of the saints. Do
1: not neglect the gathering of the saints. So friend, you have permission. I just want to give you permission. I want to give you permission. To gather. To gather to have people over at your house, to have prayer meetings, to have organic worship services in your living room where you can be free with a couple close friends and in your homes, in your own personal life, in your own family, host the presence of Jesus. Jesus is just as much there with you in your living room in a moment of devoted, heartfelt worship, As he is over here at Sean Foyd's big Let Us Worship events. Do you know that? That he is just as much there with you as he is here with them. You don't... This... This is good. But it's not... I'm not going to say it's not necessary because I believe that there's power in the gathering of the saints. Don't get me wrong. But what I'm saying is that God has called you to be the Tabernacle of David. You to be a living tent that hosts his presence, that that prays and and worships 24 seven. You are a house of prayer for the nations. And you don't have to wait for somebody to give you permission to, to be the move of God. You are the move of God. You don't have to wait for a tent to come to your city to experience revival. You are revival because the spirit of Christ is revival. And he lives in you if you believe in Jesus Christ. Okay? So I just want to encourage you guys with that. Yeah. You know, God is doing something new. And, um, man, I don't we're know. We're not
2: against any of this. Yeah, we're
1: not against sure. any of this. Thank this is me. this is beautiful. And but I, you don't have to
2: be here to experience him where you are.
1: Exactly. It? You're not missing
2: anything by not being here.
1: Yeah. You can host the
2: same presence, the same excitement, the same authority in your living room right now. Yes. yes, there is something that comes really crazy when the synergy of believers comes together. Yes, there is something very specific and really cool about those experiences.
1: Yeah.
2: But the same Holy Spirit that's on this meeting right now, the same Holy Spirit that comes into your living room with you when you friend, yes. same Holy Spirit at your church on Sunday morning, same Holy Spirit at your Wednesday night Bible study, same Holy Spirit when you pray for the waitress, same Holy Spirit when you are driving the car crying by yourself. Yeah. Same, it's all the same. The same Holy Spirit. It's not in love of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen.
1: Amen. Hey okay, guys, look. God, it is historical that anytime things look the darkest, anytime things look hopeless, every time there is social and economic um, turbulence and shaking. God is always behind the scenes and he's doing something good. Yeah. Okay. We are so blessed that of all the people in all the generations from the very beginning of time, God chose you. Yeah. He chose us to be a part of this yeah, day here. and age here, here. and we have got to shake off this Victim, uh, escapism mentality in the church, like, oh, just let the world go to hell. Let's Jesus is coming yes. back. Come snatch me. That, I rebuke that yeah. because we are supposed to be a victorious church. Amen. And Jesus does not walk away when things get hard.
2: Another thing I want to point out.
1: Ari, honey, will I'm you come up dear, here? A very dear
2: friend of mine always likes to point this out. He's a very learned and educated man. His name is Chris Franklin. He always tells me this. He says, that sin and what's going on in this country is no different than Rome and it's no different than Moloch and it's no different than Nebuchadnezzar it's no different than any of these biblical figures our world is not worse now people are not worse now than they were then Right. we're just more exposed to it because of this yeah. social media because we have access to information Rome fell the same stuff we, that Rome was experiencing and in the Greek cultures we're experiencing now Homosexuality, abortion, cross-dressing, transgender issues, all these things that we think are new issues to the church, it's ancient mystery. Right. God knows it. It's already dealt with it. The sin cycle in life repeats itself. It repeats itself. Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. Right? Nothing new under the sun. That includes sin. There's no new sin under the sun. Right. Our experiences and struggles are no different than the ones in the early church faced. Right. The reality of the situation is, is that we like to fight victims. like, oh, my God, our world is so much worse than theirs. No, we're not at risk for being crucified. Not a one of us. Right. If I go out and preach the gospel tomorrow, I'm not going to get hung on a cross because of blasphemy against the state of Rome or the United States. The reality is that we like to point ourselves as victims, and in reality, we are probably the best off group of Christians that ever existed.
1: Yes. And so guys, if that's been you, maybe you've struggled with like that, oh, Jesus, life is so hard. This world is so evil. Just come and get us righteous ones and take us out of here. I just want to break that off of you. And I want to say you are powerful. That God chose you for this generation. He chose you for this age. He's placed you in your sphere of influence because you have influence to reach the people around you that you are not powerless. Powerlessness is a lie. Powerlessness is a lie. In Jesus' name, you are full of power and might by the Holy Spirit. And I just wanna release, look, there's 222 people watching, 222, signs, wonders, miracles, keys to the kingdom being released, the keys that Jesus took back from Satan. Over sin and death in the grave. I just release to you right now in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, that we are not going to be a weak, anemic, castrated church, but that we are full of the power of the Holy Spirit of might, and that He is resting on us, that He is releasing strategies right now uh, to to people in the body of Christ, to combat this present darkness, that you you live in the greatest age of the church that the church has ever seen, that the prophets who literally prayed that they would get to see the day that you live in and they never got to see it. And so you were born for such a time as this. And I release the fire of the Holy Spirit over you now to be a witness holy spirit I ask that you baptize people from head to toe that they would be equipped to operate in signs and wonders and miracles that they don't have to ask permission that they don't have to take a training course that they don't need to go to the next prophetic intensive to listen to your voice they don't have to ask permission to pray for the sick all they have to do is listen to your voice and to obey just go and pray for somebody. Go and be the light. Go and do good. Jesus Christ went about doing good and destroying the works of darkness. If you want to be a change, if you want to lead people to Jesus, just go about doing good and destroy the works of darkness. Okay? Guys, I love you so much. Um, We are seeing amazing things happen in the like out in the public square like not just here but in Oklahoma the testimonies and what God has done there and he he that are continuing are absolutely mind-blowing outrageous Um, I've never seen the Holy Spirit move in such power I mean, the anointing and the power that is moving through me, and not just through me, but through every believer in our circle right now. In Adair, Oklahoma, during uh, the, the outpouring, legitimately, guys. We didn't have enough leadership to pray for people. So we would pray for the first person in line for healing and we would tell them to turn around and pray for the person behind yeah, them. The whole body was And everybody started seeing God move through healing and prophecy and signs and wonders through their own hands. We had hundreds of healing miracles happen and it didn't happen because the anointed revivalist with the microphone prayed a prayer. It was through everyday believers. It was the whosoever believers, right? The whosoever. you're a whosoever that whosoever believes shall do these things. Okay. That's who you are. And guys, the time is now the harvest. It's harvest season. So I encourage you make yourself a house of prayer. Create a personal altar in your life where you spend time every day worshiping until you feel his manifest presence come. And when you feel his presence come, you that's when you know that you've been empowered to go out and to be the light in the dark, okay? I'm just like, look guys, my husband and I, We're atheists. High school, like literally, I dropped out of high school that year. My husband did, too. And when we watched the Twin Towers fall, we were so cold-hearted and so dead that we couldn't even process or care that 3,000 of our countrymen died. And now, here we are, totally saved totally surrendered yes. our lives to jesus and honored to be here at our nation's and honored yes and honored to be here at our nation's capital
2: worshiping with thousands of believers
1: yeah worshiping with thousands of believers and thanking god that he brought us out of darkness and into the kingdom of his marvelous light and guys if you're watching this and would you please just do me a favor will you share this with your Christian friends because people like the body of Christ for, for years in the church era is what I'm calling it the era of the church it's only been about a per, one man one personality on a stage and that is not God's will okay he desired that all of us would go out And that he even said, "Greater things shall you do, because I go away to be with my Father. You are called for greater things." And so, I want you to share this video um, with your friends, with your family, with your church members to be empowered, be encouraged. encouraged That the light, look, the lights, look. We're standing here at night at the National Mall in Washington, D.C. in the dark. And we have one little tiny light on our our phone holder, right? And it is literally—look, there's no war between the light and the darkness. The light shows up, and the darkness flees. Amen. You need to know that when you show up as a light, Jesus said you were—you are the light of the world—and yes. that you were created to be showcased. That you're he said let your good deeds be shown among men that they might give glory to my father in heaven go out and shine the light of jesus okay and when you show up darkness just leaves there's no more you show up and the darkness runs away all right uh we got to get out of this like the devil is bigger theology too like we're so focused demon focused and focused on what the enemy is doing guys he is defeated right. he is a maggot he's a worm the book of revelation says that at the end of time when they see him thrown into the pit that the saints are going to marvel and say this is the one this is the one that did this because yeah, this he's enemy. a worm go, ahead, go ahead.
2: the enemy was conquered it wasn't by a flashy prayer it wasn't by a flashy set of rules and deliverance this and this and that and the other the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony defeated the
1: enemy. The blood of the lamb and the,
2: and the word, and the word,
1: word of their testimony and they love their lives not, not even unto, unto death. death that's right that's what? what defeats
2: the enemy in your life you don't love your life even you know to death because every time you live your life when you love the lord it gives the enemy a foothold. yeah it plays with all your stuff you don't need these fancy deliverance conferences to get out of stuff Jesus said go, and it went.
1: Yeah, and not only that, but look, like to love your life not unto death means that if you're standing in the grocery store and you feel the Holy Spirit prompting you you to reach out and pray for that person that's standing next to you in line, that means that you might feel embarrassed, you might feel uh, awkward. You might feel like, oh, they're going to think I'm a crazy person, but you die to yourself and to your desires and to your insecurities, love your life, not even unto death, and you lay down your life and you pick up your cross, the testimony of Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus and what he's done for you, and you reach out and you do God's will. That's how you die to yourself, guys. We have to get the flesh out of the way. We've got to get this out of the way. And we got to let him have his way. Yahweh, way, his way through us, okay? This is, you can't even pray the Lord's prayer. Thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. If you're not willing to be the conduit for heaven on earth, okay? But I just want to encourage you guys. You are a living gateway. You are an ageless door of destiny. The King of glory, strong and mighty in battle, lives in you and he wants to come through you. When you open your mouth, he comes out. Do you hear me? When you open your mouth, he comes out. That's why your jaw, it's a hinge. If I've said it once, I've said it a million times. We give glory to God. When we talk about how good he is, when we share how wonderful and matchless and beauty he is with other people. Okay. That's how you give glory to God. And when people see how good he's been to you, then they want to experience that goodness for themselves. And, and that's, that's it. It's not hard. It's not complicated and I just, this, I'm sorry, this live has completely gone a segue I didn't expect, but it's what the Lord wants, the Lord wants right now. And I wanna encourage you guys. And look, if you're watching this video and maybe you're just on here because you're trying to cast spells on me, you don't know Jesus, maybe you're on here and you're just really curious about who Jesus is. the son of God he is real and he is alive and he's active his physical body might have died on the cross with my sins with my old life and yours too but he rose again on the third day and he came out of the tomb and now I've been risen to new life with him and you can too you don't have to live in the shame and the pain that you're living in now, you can be totally healed, totally set free, full of his spirit and alive. I was hopeless, I was torn up from the floor up, I was an IV drug addict, nothing could satisfy me because I was empty, I was, I was a, a bottomless pit, a grave that could not be satisfied until I experienced the love of Jesus Christ and he totally filled me and he made me brand new and I am not the same person that I was. He's given me a brand new life. He's healed my body, he's healed my mind. Um, And now look, he has me here to testify of what he's done for me. And so if that's you and you don't know him, which you, you want to, I just encourage you right now to just say, Jesus, make yourself real to me. Yeah. And so I just feel to break off a spirit of fear and intimidation off of you in the body of Christ. If you are in Christ, I break off fear and anxiety in Jesus name. I say that you do not have a spirit of fear, but the spirit of love and power and a sound mind in Christ that you um, are full of the Lion of the tribe of Judah. You are of the tribe of Judah, and you are made to roar, and the roar of the Lord is the righteousness of Adonai released over your sphere of influence. Hallelujah, I bless you to roar. And Holy Spirit, if there is any person on here right now that does not know Jesus, I just ask that you would manifest Jesus to them right now. That you would make Jesus so real to them. And God, I just feel like there are some of you on here, you're Christians, and you just struggle with um with intimacy with Jesus. Almost like you're you're, you're um you get uncomfortable when you try to sit and focus in prayer. Holy Spirit, I just ask right now that you would break that spirit of shame off of them in Jesus name break that spirit of shame in Jesus name break the spirit of shame in Jesus name and I just release the father's love over you I hear some of you guys need to know that through the blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus is enough there's nothing that you can do there's nothing that that you can do to add to the blood of Jesus into his finished work on the cross. You are innocent in his sight and you are loved by your father in heaven and you are accepted and you are not in trouble anymore. So I just release that over you in Jesus mighty name, receive that truth. Father, I just ask that they would have a revelation of your love for them right now. And I just hear too that there's there's a few of you, you've been struggling with depression and, um, it's almost like your brain has been wired to see the negatives and the Lord is healing your brain right now in Jesus name. Father, I just release supernatural joy, joy, unspeakable and full of glory over those people right now in Jesus name. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Hallelujah. You know what the joy of the Lord is? It's. It's, it's his joy in having you, you are the joy that was set before the cross that Jesus, he endured the cross and completely discounted its shame and humiliation because of the joy that you were going to be his on the other side of it. And so that's the joy of the Lord that you would receive his love that he delights in you that you make him happy in Jesus name. Yeah, and just enter his rest. Enter his rest. You don't have to work anymore. You don't displease him. Receive the fact that he loves you and, and he, he he's, you are accepted by him. And then I feel like there's a challenge that some of you, to get real freedom. Look, our brain, it it, it has this system of neural networks that um, reinforce belie- beliefs and ideas and thinking patterns. And if anybody is out there, I feel like this is for a, somebody specifically, that um, you've been thinking about doing a fast and you haven't been able to figure out what kind of fast you're supposed to do, I hear the Lord saying that you're supposed to do a negativity fast. That you are supposed to legitimately fast negative thinking. Whenever you have a negative thought, you take it captive. You pull it down. And you replace it with a truth from God's word, which is full of hope. Depression. Look. Nine times out of ten, guys, I've found that depression is caused by believing a lie. Any thought that does not produce hope, life, and a future in a believer is based on a lie. And so I want to encourage you guys that if that's you and you've been struggling um, with depression and you've been struggling with negativity and look... As a man thinks in his heart so he is and that the power of life and death is in the tongue and those who love it will eat the fruit of it okay because as you think and what's in your heart comes out of your mouth and so if all you do is meditate on negativity and on lies instead of on the truth of God's word then guess what you're going to be making negative confessions out of your mouth you're going to be prophesying Satan's will over your life and the lives of those around you. So I encourage you to just stop it, take authority over it, replace the lies with the truth of God's word and you will see results. Your whole life will change. And I even feel the Lord say 30 days. If you will dedicate 30 days to a negativity fast, and to shut down all of the the negative news and the the, uh, propaganda and uh, the voices and the outside influences that are not feeding your spirits for 30 days and replace it with the word of God and with his truth and in, in devoted prayer and worship, your whole life will look completely different in 30 days. It's a challenge. It will. And I feel like some of you guys are going to get breakthrough that you have literally been praying for, for years. You are going to get personal breakthrough over this 30 days, if you will commit to that. So, all right, guys, I love you. I'm going to hop off here. My husband's uh, getting ready. We're going to go in here to David's tent. It's starting to get lit. We're going to find some more people to minister to out here. Um. Guys, if you feel to sow into our trip um, here in D.C., all of this stuff we're doing out of pocket. We're just listening to the Lord. We came here to minister to Him and uh, to people and to just declare His word over our nation's capital. Um, You can do that by going to KristaElisha.com and click on the Give tab. Um, I also have some new uh, T-shirt designs that are up. Um, look for one that I'm getting ready to release. Um, it says, uh, long story short, Jesus saved my life. That's going to be live here within the next few days. I'm super excited about that. I can't wait to get that one in. And guys, if you are interested in sewing into our tent ministry, uh, Nisi Nights with a K, um, you can actually give at Nisi nights on Venmo. It's like the N-I-S-S-I-K-N-I-G-H-T-S on Venmo. Um, we actually have another event coming up over the Feast of Tabernacles from September 20th to the 27th. And we, we still need about $2,000 for, um, a stage rental and for, um, for an extra sound system. So we have our tents and we, porta potties were $700, but it's still gonna be about $2,000 for the rental, for the stage and for the extra sound system. So if you want to sew into that, um, Nisi Nights on Venmo, um, or if you want to sew into our trip um, here in DC, you can do that on Chris at Elisha.com. It's two different things. so. But guys, I love you. I thank you so much for just being on this journey with Jesus with me. You know, we're we're all just here running after God and after his kingdom together. And I could not do what I do without you guys. And I'm just so honored and so blessed to be able to sow into your life. So um, just through encouragement and prophecy and, you know, all my content that I, I just love to to give away. So, um, yeah, I just, (laughs) I'm like, I just love you guys. You know, you guys are like my church family for real. So, um, you mean so much to me. I love you too, Sandy. I love you, Alicia, Madison, PC, Priscilla. Love you. John, love you. Thank you. I'll tell David you said hi, by the way. Yes, we're not forgetting anybody, TJ. No one left behind. We're not leaving anybody behind. When Jesus comes, we want to make sure that the whole world is full of his glory. And that everyone has had a chance to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Amen. And that's why the body of Christ needs you. Okay? Love you guys. And um, I'll see you next time,
0: okay? Thank you so much for burning with me this week on Get Lit Live. If this ministry blessed you, consider subscribing to my channel. Also, don't forget to check out my website, KristaElisha.com, your one-stop shop for everything we do here at Arise Kingdom Ministries. You can find ways to sew into National Revival. Check out our trendy Christian clothing line, get a free sample download of my new book, and sign up for my email list to have prophetic fire and spiritual encouragement sent straight to your inbox. Until we meet again, it's time for you to go out, be bright, be bold, and be a light for Jesus.